everybody. Welcome back to Don't Think, Just Do, where we teach you how to successfully turn all your emotions into business applicable um, strategies. And it's just something that we are so excited to help you guys with and uh, something that is just our passion for um, everything we're doing right now. And then we walk you guys through the stuff that we've done and the mistakes we've made. And we're ready to be back. Episode number three. Yeah, it's a big episode for us. Especially because it's United Nations Day. Want to wish everybody a happy United Nations Day. <laughs> all the nations come to be united Thanks for today. keeping all the nations united. We also wanted to give uh, a couple shout-outs um, just from some of our biggest listeners. Um, one of them is my buddy Ryan, uh, Ryan Cordell. Uh, he texted me the other day and said, Hey, man, listen to your podcast. Got right up and went to the gym. And I was like, that's awesome. That's what we're trying to do is create people to um, change, their, change their mindset, get some healthy habits going, and... I uh, wanted to thank my dad. He, uh, Mr. B. Yeah, he called me and said, where did you become so wise? And when did you learn how to talk? And I said, Dad, do I just sound like an idiot everywhere I go or what? And he started laughing, but uh, thanks, Dad. Thanks for listening. My mom, too. Um, let's see. Who else we got to thank? Bro, you do Shout out to both moms. Yeah. For both the feedback. Yep. Luke's mom texted him and told him how much she loved the podcast and, uh, my buddy Andrew's texted me on every podcast saying how much he likes it and how he's like-minded. And uh, my buddy Brent, he's actually going to be on the podcast soon. Going to walk over solar cells with you guys and how um, he went from making X amount of money to a great X amount of money. It's going to be something really informational. And we have some pretty big things coming up. We have uh, a local uh, uh, businessman, somebody who is part owner of the Wranglers, going to come on our podcast here pretty soon. And uh, we have... A couple of other things, a stock guy, a real estate guy, and a fitness guy all, all in the lineup to come and talk with you guys, and we'll see what else we can pull out, but it's going to be pretty cool. There's a lot more to come. That's there only episode number three. I know. It's crazy, man. It's going by fast. And it's blowing up quick, too. We actually we actually get paid for the ads we play now, which is kind of crazy to think on episode number three. Mm-hmm. But uh, So today, we wanted to talk about some, some uh, goal-setting strategies and why it's important to set goals why it's important to have them written down and, and even if you're not constantly you know looking at it and going over it it's something you can look back over and say oh my gosh I didn't even know that that was a goal for me something that I, I knocked out and did so let's let's uh, kind of tell them about our biggest goal lately and how we made it happen and uh, we'll, we'll start with that with yeah that. so a recent goal was we we're trying to go from being a small reseller to a bigger reseller right now out of small medium large we're definitely on the small so we kind of started manifesting setting some goals to get to what we say is like the medium-sized reseller and that is where we're buying semi truck loads from uh, big names yeah, yeah big name distributors or big retail stores so three weeks ago about we're like well by the end of the year let's let's make this happen and we kind of did some brainstorming on what was the quickest way to get there wrote it down a couple different places mm-hmm. And as of today, we actually put in our first order to get a truckload. So our new strategy is uh, we, we sat down with a businessman um, not, what, a week ago? About a week ago. And he said the more you touch your inventory, the more money you lose. Mm-hmm. So our new strategy is we're actually no longer going to be parting out like individual pallets. We're actually going to make it a consumer-based area to where you guys can buy the pallets directly from us. So we're going to do all the hard work. We're going to go source out the inventory. We're going to get it here, get it shipped to Amarillo, and we're actually going to sell whole pallets to other people now so that they can do what we were doing 
And, um, I mean, we're going to sell them at great deals so that you guys can make money. Because if you don't make money, you're not going to come back and buy pallets from us. Yeah, and if, if you've been thinking about getting to resell, it's never been a more perfect time. Because oh, we great. started out, we had to drive all the way to Dallas, and now we're going to make it to where we bring a source all the way to the panhandle now. Yeah. So, so we'll, you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on gas to – you can just – Come down the street to us. Well, I mean, even if like even if we had it shipped back then, we were paying over. I mean, one pallet we paid twelve hundred dollars for one pallet just to get it here. Mm-hmm. For um, the vacuums, we paid twelve hundred bucks. For individual pallets, we were paying anywhere from uh, three hundred to five hundred from that one website. And I mean, it just it's. I mean, we're taking the hard part out for you guys. So if you guys yeah. are interested, I mean, and you can find all kinds of crazy stuff in these pallets. You'll find anything from. Uh, I mean, like. What, what have we got? Anything you can Lit, buy on yeah. Amazon. We just <laughs> sold like, a, list like a freaking diaper pail or something from from Amazon, and there's a we got a bike rack for a trailer hit. I mean, all everything's resellable. Yeah, even yeah. if it's in a little rough condition. Oh, people want it. They want the yeah. big discount. Yeah, it's, it's you can also make more money parting stuff out. That's true. So everything that you don't like, if it's broken and you take it apart and just sell the parts, I mean, you make a ton of money. We did we did that the other day. Uh, we were selling these vacuums for. I think 85 bucks and I was like bro we don't have a charger for this one it's gonna cost us 30 bucks to order the charger then whenever we ship it it's gonna be 15 bucks we're gonna make 20 bucks before it's all said and done so I listed just like the head of the vacuum the brush roller and it actually ended up selling for 85 bucks itself yeah it's a little bit of a slower return but honestly in a lot of cases it makes more money because you know if somebody pays a hundred dollars for a vacuum they don't want to go buy a whole new vacuum but they might pay you forty dollars to replace a piece, so they don't have to go buy a new vacuum. Especially, I mean, on these. And sharks. you might be able to sell like four or five pieces for that forty dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially on these sharks, they're they're three four hundred dollar vacuums. So if you can find somebody who's parting it out, um, they're willing to pay for it. And yeah. that, that goes with anything, though. But uh, so so another thing we wanted to kind of bring into it, or not bring into it, but bring back is let's talk about the goals. Let's talk about why we need to write them down. Why we need to um, have them set in stone versus just like something that is floating in the air that you might not even remember yeah what's some goals you've achieved this year Ooh, some goals i've achieved so um we one of our goals was we also talk about the time frame from when you said it to when it was accomplished okay okay so the crazy thing is we we whenever we write down our goals they happen much sooner than we anticipate and so, I mean, almost we all of them. We set a lot of short-term goals. Yeah. Well, we, some of them don't seem short-term at first. Well, they're, yeah, they're not. I mean, we set that goal for the truckload at the end of the year. We made it happen in three weeks. Yeah. And we were so, talking about that three or four months ago. Yeah. And and so, I mean, it's just stuff like that. But, I mean, uh, so some goals that I've set is we, I, we wanted to start some kind of property business. And we didn't have a way to do it. We didn't know what to do. We didn't have the cash flow up front to make it happen. And so we started our properties LLC, and instead we got the Airbnb through the RV. So now we do own the property business. It's through the RV. It's making money. It's doing good. But it's uh, it was a goal that like we fa- it's almost like we found a loophole to make it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I mean, there's just stuff like that. Like soon we'll be in the the real estate business. Like there's no question. We'll have a couple rent houses or something going on here pretty quickly, just because I know how fast we work and I know that we're both relentless at it. So I know it'll happen soon. And that's one of our current goals is to get, you know, a brick and mortar um, on some on some land so that we can yeah. run out. And when you're setting goals, you need quick goals, maybe one to three months, and then maybe set a year goal, yeah, three-year goal, and five-year goals. I saw a Three and five-year goals are kind of – they're harder to 
picture and yeah. plan out sometimes. They are the vision to see that stuff is kind of hard because you don't know the steps in between yet. And like sometimes you hold yourself back. Cause you're like, there's no way I could have, you know, five rental properties in three years from now. That's a crazy amount, but. And that brings us back to you can do anything you want. But maybe a year from now, you might already have three of them. You're like, oh, wow, I set my goals way too low. Yeah, exactly. Um, that, that's but a great honestly, point. having goals in general is what helps you get to that point where you feel well, like you I mean, it's because you're, you're striving for something. It's like whenever we were playing hockey, like yeah. the goal was to win the championship. And so we played every game as if we wanted to go to that championship game. If you're playing every game like it's preseason – I mean, yeah. it's just different. Like you're you, not. You're you generally not. get your goals a lot quicker, just yeah. c- just because you like put it out there in the world and think about it. That honestly helps you get there a lot quicker. Honestly, I mean, you're you're so right. But I think a- another thing about the goals is I saw a video and it was like you have in order if you want to win this year, you have to like give 110 percent all year. It was like how do you give 110 percent? It said so you have to give 110 percent 365 days, and then in each day you have to give 100 percent for 24 hours. And then for each hour, you have to give 100% for 60 minutes and then 60 seconds. You know, it, it says, so how do you, how do you, uh, you know, take that right off the bat? It's like from the second you wake up, you have to kill the morning, to kill the day, kill the month, to kill the year. And so you got to get up. You got to start doing something because if you set a goal down, but you're not doing anything to get towards it, you're not going to reach it. Exactly. You know what I mean? If you're staying stagnant, like you're not going to, whatever you're in it, it might not even be a business goal. Like we just want you guys to set some goals like, Maybe it's lose weight. Maybe it's gain weight. Maybe it's uh, eat healthy. Maybe it's, you know, budget, save some money. I mean, whatever it is, just put put that goal in how you're going to get there. And so that way, whenever you see that end result, it gives you a way to actually plan out your steps to get there. For sure. There's no such thing as a good or a bad goal. No, I don't think so either. And and the thing is, as long as you're always trying to, like. Or too big, too small. That's what I meant. Ooh, good. Well, you <laughs> have to have the small ones to get to the big ones. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way around it. Like you can't. You know. Like the goal is. Got to lose a little weight before you win that <laughs> marathon. <laughs> That's true. The goal is to be a millionaire. You can't do that without a thousand dollars. Or without a dollar. First goal, get a dollar. <laughs> that should be an easy first goal. You can get it within a matter of hours. Yep. Exactly. So <laughs> let's let's say. Uh, Let's go over some like some goals that we have right now. Um, so we just talked about our pallet sales. What's a vending machine goal that we have? That I mean, we we might have not written it down, but we both know that it's a goal. We want to. I think so. We want to get ten vending machines by about a year from now. In one year, we want to own ten. We are currently at four, and that was three months ago that we started that. So we're halfway. And we had two months. of them about three months yeah. ago. So, so we're already on track to get to ten. And technically, we've owned six, but we sold two of them. We've only sold one. We've owned five. We've owned five. Yeah. That's right. But we've sold two of them. Yeah, we didn't want one of them. Yeah, it was, okay. we've owned five. We sold one, so we're down to four. Yeah. We just didn't. We didn't know where to put it. We didn't think we we're gonna have good luck with it, so we just sold it for a little profit. Yeah. And we got burned on it. Yeah. <laughs> we did. We found out we like soda ones a lot better. So we, we do. We've like been soda kind of avoiding ones. snack ones. The only difference is like they're a little bit harder to move. Yeah. The soda ones, because the snack ones you can just lay it down on its back and. It was a little bit easier, but don't be fooled. They're both just as heavy. Oh, they're so heavy. <laughs> you want to tell them about how we just got our last machine? Our last one. Yeah. So we uh, found some guy on Facebook had a list at five hundred dollars. Ended up talking him down to one hundred and fifty dollars, and we quickly found out why he had it so <laughs> cheap because we show up to uh, an old like Korean mafia 
casino. casino that was in a laundromat, and it smelt like every drug you could imagine <laughs> in there. The floor was wet and damp, it and was it was the grossest place you've ever walked into. It was very moist in I'd, that place. I just got done today scrubbing and cleaning that vending machine just to get the smell out of it. So we go in there, and I'm like, Luke, you smell that? And he's like, no, what's that? And I was like, that's the smell of meth. And there was meth spoons, meth needles everywhere. This was just a freaking drug house, and it was a... He said that he sold the slot machines for like 15K, and he didn't even know he was buying this property. It came with a property that he Mm -hmm. bought. So he just unluckily got into it. Yeah, the funny thing, we actually had a conversation with a pretty rich guy the other day, and he was talking about how he loves drugs because... (laughs) He doesn't say to do them, but <laughs> but they make him a lot of money because people that do drugs get in the crappy situations and you can get some really great deals. When yeah. he was talking about real estate specifically, but we also got a really great vending machine. We did from a drug situation. And and literally another thing is about whenever you're like in those situations, getting those deals, don't be afraid to ask because, you know, at first he was like telling me that it was going to cost him so much money and i was like no it's going to cost actually this much money and i quoted him higher than what it would um just to be safe and he was like oh that's what they were telling me and i was like so we'll give you you know 150 bucks and we're not giving anything else like because yeah. we're already we'll move it we'll get it out of the way and once like we a week walked, prior he wasn't gonna take lower than like 450 on it yeah and well once we got in there i was like there's no one else that's gonna come in here and get this mm-hmm. like if he wants it gone he's gonna have to sell it and i just kind of read the situation in the room but Another thing is Luke was like, hey, like, we'll take that change reader. <laughs> change. So, like, we get this, like, bill reader. It turns uh, dollars into quarters. It has an error problem on it, but that's nothing. Like, we'll figure it out and fix it. But So I look it up, and the average um, listing on one is eight to $1,200, and <laughs> yeah. he threw it in for 150 bucks. Yeah. So we're in this thing for the vending machine and the change reader. So we got them both bucks. for, like, 75 bucks each, yeah. technically. <laughs> yeah, and the vending machine, we fix it. It's ready to go today um, with, what, like, 200 bucks is what it costs to fix it? Yeah. So um, just, I mean, just literally taking advantage of the, the deals that you can find. And, and, like, that machine alone, even not functioning, is worth about $1,000. Yeah. No, I mean, I think about how much big fridges cost when you go buy one in a store. Yeah. I mean, That's we, basically a giant fridge with a computer in it. We could sell it um, to some guy on a patio, you know, that wants it for his patio, not yeah. running for eight, 700 bucks. Mm-hmm. So we, we don't buy stuff anymore that we know we can't make money on quickly or yeah. um, patiently either. Always try to look for the steal. You want to get ahead in life, but don't you know? Don't actually steal, but always look for the steal. That always, was a good you quote. gotta steal. Let's call that guy. Let's call him Robert. Robert. Robert uh, <laughs> was giving us tons and tons of knowledge last week. We ate lunch with him and his wife, and he's uh, a very blunt man. Very blunt, but that's good because me and Luke don't like to beat around the bush either. No. So this guy owns an RV park and. Uh, well, that's actually where our Airbnb's at and one of our vending machines. And so we're eating with him, and he's like, you got to have, you know, you got to set where you want to go because you're not going to get there if you don't want to get there or if you don't know how to get there. If you don't know where you're going, you know, you're not going to get there. That's mm-hmm. why people use maps and GPS to go places. So, uh, but before they open up their map and before they y- use their GPS, I say map, who uses map? <laughs> before they open up their <laughs> GPS, like, you have to have the address to type in to get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um so a couple of my buddies that got back into the gym this week, um, one of my one of my advice for you is write down a goal, write down a weight you want to get to, um, whether it's higher or lower. Uh, I think I had two or three guys text me and tell me that they were hitting the gym again, and that just makes me so happy because I love the gym so yeah. much. It's set, my, set up, or set out your meal plans too. Yeah, absolutely. Write that out. Absolutely, and 
Um, big advice on meal plans is don't torture yourself. Life is too short. I mean, be disciplined, but have a freaking cheat meal once in a while, you know? Just eat lettuce all day. <laughs> eat lettuce. <laughs> like, a, like a rabbit. Lettuce actually is not even good for you. It's literally just a filler food. <laughs> it has no digestive properties. It's like corn. <laughs> corn is not good for you. It's not? No. Oh. It o- I mean, it has fiber and nothing else, but, like, you can't really digest corn. all I want is corn. fiber. It's fiber. <laughs> Straight <laughs> fiber. <laughs> Straight fiber and lettuce diet over <laughs> here. Uh, okay, back to the goals. Back to the goals. So, um... I have a I have a shirt that says set goals and then it says crush them and then it says repeat and yes. Luke always makes fun of me for it every time I wear it, but it is so true because once you start like a momentum of crushing goals, you're like, oh my gosh, like what's next? What are we gonna accomplish? What are we gonna get done? And that's, that's my problem is I'm always trying to like repeat and Luke's like, bro, we gotta crush this one first. <laughs> like we can't just repeat it before we crush it. So it's, it's really kind of we don't even actually plan it, but it's kind of how we start our week every week. We kind of get together and. Set a few short goals for that week, whether it's, you know, checking on vending machines, getting so many things listed, maybe pursuing other types of income or, yeah, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, that's kind of what we did today. I mean, we didn't even know we were going to record today. It just kind of fell into place because we put it on our priority list, you know. So we're trying to get this podcast out weekly. And just with how both of our schedules are lining up in the rest of our week, like we're going to Dallas on Thursday. I'm going to be at the church on Wednesday. So if I get called to work a train tonight, like there's just no way it was going to get done. So we had to prioritize it. We made sure the vending machines were stocked today mm-hmm. and we're setting Luke up. If he's here Tuesday and Wednesday, um, he'll be able to knock out a couple of, you know, get get going on these vacuums mm-hmm. that we have left because th- we have to make some room for this truck. I mean, it's going to take up oh yeah, 85% <laughs> of our shop space. Yeah. So we, and we have about 40% of room we need to clear. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to do it, but, um, but that is a future Clinton a Luke fu- problem. <laughs> There's a lot of future Clinton Luke problems. If y'all didn't know that we have a, we have a saying, it's like, if, if that needs to get done, that's a future Clinton Luke problem until it's a current. And really, Clinton if you, problem. if you force yourself to do it later, it eventually has to get done. It has to get done. You can't have but it yeah. <laughs> can't have but it um you have to get it all done so it's like kind of a laziest way of thinking about it mm-hmm. but if you have the right mindset i think it's okay because we should call that it'll pro- get done progressive procrastination progressive procrastination <laughs> that's what that should be titled but anyways uh so back on the goals uh, a couple of other like goals that we should start or you should try to encourage yourself or your wife or um people in your life to set our daily morning goals. We talked about this a ton on the last podcast, but we are huge on the getting up and getting stuff done. Uh, you know, just, I mean, today, like, I, I woke up at 6.30 instead of 5, and I was, like, already, you know, halfway through my day, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I needed that extra hour and a half yeah. of time because we are crunched all the time. Like, we just don't have time to breathe. We're so busy. Yeah, it's like if I wake up even a couple hours late, I feel like I don't have time to go to the gym because I just wasted so, yeah. two hours of my morning and – yeah, honestly, small goals in the morning I find really helpful. Usually, before I go to bed that night, I usually try to think of one goal I can get done the next morning. So, like, this morning was I'm going to wake up, and I want to get our uh, laundry done for the RV Airbnb. That was my one goal to get done this morning. So, it kind of gives you, like, a little pep in your toe when you wake up in the morning on something you need to get done. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if you just wake up at 5 in the morning, you don't have anything planned or any goals you're just kind of you're just kind of up yeah i mean you'll still feel better for waking up early but 
you're going to honestly it's kind of hard to stay awake if you don't have much of a plan no honestly i agree um i think that you have to start out your day with setting goals because for well first of all it just gives you like an outline like you know mentally i try to like imagine my day on a calendar and i i imagine it almost by increments of like an hour and a half so like whenever i first woke up i was like all right i'm gonna shower um let miley out take her pills and uh, then I'm going to do my meditation, journal, whatever I was doing, read the Bible, whatever. And uh, then my next thing was, okay, I'm going to go to the shop. I'm going to get everything shipped because I knew that you had to take care of your dog this morning. So I was like, I'm going to have everything shipped so that we can plan out the rest of our day. And so in my head, I was like, I'll have everything shipped, and then we'll start cleaning vacuums. <laughs> and then you were like, hey, the vending machine is out of stuff, and the water hose is broke on the RV. And so it just like, you know, it, it sometimes it does – mentally like exhaust me when i have to differ my plans mm-hmm. to to adjust you know what i mean because like you wake up and you have it set and done it is hard to adapt sometimes and it's like i don't know what it, i don't know how to describe it but it's like mentally uh i don't it just like messes with your head whenever you mess up your schedule you know what i mean mm-hmm. so but overall uh definitely recommend setting goals in the morning and honestly you can set goals at night too i think if you kind of start it's going to sound weird, but, like, it's almost like reverse. If you start out, you know, setting goals at night, that's actually benefiting your morning so that you can set your goals through the day through your morning. For sure. So, like, if you were to, I mean, even if you just help yourself prep for it, like, you are going to wake up early so you already have your clothes ready that you're going to wear tomorrow or yeah, whatever's going on. Get your bacon laid out on the grill. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Don't do that. What's a good book <laughs> that, that we can recommend about setting goals? Uh, Maybe... I guess maybe the Miracle Morning. That's yeah. kind of morning based again, yeah, but it is, it is a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a good book about setting goals. I'm trying to think of whatever. I mean, I don't think you've read more books than me. Yeah, I mean, maybe like on a on a sense of it, like Atomic Habits, um, just because it teaches you like the habit of becoming and doing something. So if you're going to to use that in that sense, then you could definitely relate it to setting goals. But mm-hmm. that's I haven't, like, read one that's just about, like, goal setting. You know what I mean? It's all fundamental. Okay, so say, like, advice-wise for goals. Say someone, you know, they want to start setting more goals. They want to start making their life better, but really they don't know what they're going for in life. They don't even really know what goals to start making. What advice or what goals would you maybe suggest trying to make to get even started on going um, forward first things first i'd recommend a health goal um just because i think that when your body's healthy everything else flows from it like if you if your body and your mind are not healthy you you can you are not capable of doing other things i mean like think about when you go through a breakup and how un um mentally like capable of you are of just like getting stuff done at least for like the first day or two like you're just dead you know mm-hmm. and so you have to you have to find out a way to set a goal to come out of these kind of conditions, these kind of zones, and you have to really just set a course and uh, some action steps to get there. So like let's say let's say you know someone is depressed, and me personally, I don't even believe in depression. I think that it's I think it's a hoax. I think it's made up, and and you choose to be however you want to act. But anyway, so let's say you're depressed, and so your first your first uh, you know line of order is going to be like, okay, why am I feeling this way? So address it and then say, how do I not feel this way? What makes me feel the opposite of this? So, and then you're going to put that into action. And that's when you say, okay, so the goal is to feel this way and not this way. 
how am I going to do it? And you're going to simply just put those steps into action. So if you're feeling depressed and you're inside under your covers watching Netflix every day, you probably should go outside and get a little sunlight and drink a little water and and uh, just help your body out. You know, go on a walk or um, read or listen to a podcast or something that's mentally helpful. Like don't put, you know, don't even get, I, I don't want to get too started on all this stuff, but dude, just like the... The stuff people put in their bodies right now, um, not even like food and drink wise, but just like, like, um, picture wise, just like from from social Netflix. media. Yeah, social <laughs> media. I mean, it's, it's insane. garbage for your brain, dude. It it completely tears. And and don't get me wrong, I post on social media, but I'm not a big scroller of it. Like I don't I don't sit there and scroll through social media a lot. And uh, did you ever watch the Social Dilemma? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh man, man, dude, I haven't I haven't turned. It's on not going that. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't remember the last time like I turned on Netflix before I went to bed. I think after I saw the social dilemma, I didn't even get on Facebook or Instagram for like six months. Oh, I believe. I was it. so grossed out as how just invasive their algorithm was on all those platforms and how they think you think they don't know that much about you, but they know everything. They literally know to like the millisecond how long you look at every photo, every mm-hmm. video. Yeah, it uses that front camera to watch your eyes. That's why relative ads pop up. Is because that camera's watching your eyes to see yeah. which ads you look at the longest. And they have all kinds of ways they try to like even just like you no know, like those days when like you just were on Facebook, you turn it off and literally thirty seconds later you're back on Facebook. Yeah. You don't even know why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. They literally there's teams that work on just making you constantly want to come back, even if it's as soon as thirty seconds from then. Well yeah, that's I mean that's a gold dissolver. Yeah. I mean if you like send you random notifications like Yeah. You don't even like really care about Jim's dog he posted, but the fact that you got a notification, like you think of Facebook or, or Instagram, you want to get on. Or homeboy that's posting, you know, um, him with like forty women. Then now you're like, oh my gosh, me and and the one wife that I have that actually loves you and actually cares about you is not like <laughs> enough in your head anymore. And it's yeah. just like psychological because you're comparing what you have to those people, and it's like, bro, compare yourself to yourself. So if you're gonna make goals, that's number. Point number two is compare your goals to yourself. What's the what's the commandment? I thought you're not supposed to. Which one? About your neighbor. Uh, thou shalt not covenant your thy neighbor's wife. Is that it? Relatively. Oh, well, like is that what does, you're talking about. I, like, I thought there was one saying like don't covet like what your neighbor has. Oh, uh, I don't know. Did I just Maybe. made that up. I don't know. Is that just like a lesson in the Bible? It's probably a lesson. I mean, okay. It's a good <laughs> lesson. We got a little sidetracked there. Yeah, sorry. All right, so next advice you have. Uh, say there's someone who's just really struggling. They they want to make a one-year, a three-year, and a five-year goal, but they can't even remotely picture what their life will be like in even a year from now. What well, okay. advice would you have for them? Let's say we start with a five-year goal. That's what I would personally recommend, okay, because I think, once again, you have to have the coordinates before you can put it into should, the GPS. Should they shoot high or be uh, – Well, shoot, man. I mean, you're the only one that's stopping you. Yeah. So – I mean, like, our goal right now is to be millionaires. That is our goal. And as crazy as other people think we sound, I don't think it's that crazy because I know several millionaires. It's mm-hmm. possible. Um, like, we I mean, we have, we have eaten lunch with a couple of them just, like, in the last couple months. I mean, that's that's just the driver I'm trying to get there. Yeah, they're but all around us. Yeah, back to, the, back to the question. Everybody has a dream life that they want. They have the dream house. Like, me, I want Tony Stark's house in Iron Man 1. The one right off the cliff. What about your black Lamborghini? Oh, that's it. That's already in the house. Oh, okay. There's four of them. Okay. <laughs> They're all different models of Lamborghini. But uh, 
that's can't like, even name one. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm just saying that like everybody has a dream, and if you're the person that's like, well, I can't do that. Well, then you're right. Don't do it. Don't even shoot for it. But if you're like, you know what? There's a small hope. I mean, if you think you have more chance of winning the lottery than you do making your dreams come true, that's where you're wrong, because you're the only person in control of it. So should people adjust their five year goal if they're getting close and not there, or should they still keep it there? Uh, I think it's I think that's specific to person. Okay. So let's say my five year goal is to get this house. So now I have to come up with let's say this house is I'm sure it's thirty million or plus. So f- first things first, I have to make one million, and before I make one million, I got to make half a million before you know what I mean. Yeah. And so I um, guess your priorities and goals could change I, as you go along. And theoretically, that's not going to be my five-year goal because I'm not trying to live that way now. I want to live that way in the future. Um, so you might be a nun in five years and not want a Lamborghini. That's true. I, I guess you can't be a man nun, but a monk. A monk. You would be a monk. I don't monk. think that's the same. I think it's different religions. No, I know, but I, I, mean, I wasn't, like, comparing oh. nuns and monks. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I'll put that in the bio, uh, nuns and monks. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, back back to the goals. So you have to start somewhere, and so you have to then backtrack, I think. And so, you know, my three-year goal is going to be black Lamborghini. Well, actually, it probably wouldn't be if I was trying to get the house because that's not going to benefit me getting the house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's got to benefit you. So it's going to be like, I don't know, 10 investment properties or whatever it is. And for some people, it's like, wow, you want to own 10 properties in three years? That's crazy. And it's like it's really not because once you have one, I mean – Everything else is just like, I mean, the first one is the one you base off your fear. You're mm-hmm. scared to do it. You're scared to, and that's what every person that isn't having these goals, I feel like personally is not, is what it's based after is a fear base. I mean, do you think so? or That's fear based? Like, like that's why people aren't making these goals because they're scared they're going to fail. Oh, yeah. I mean, your, your greatest enemy is yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, everybody, the person you're hardest on and, Every day is yourself. Yeah. You always think, even when you see the sex or the successful person at your job, you think you don't think that it can be you. Yeah. Even if you do, they're probably not in that. They're probably not even that crazy high of a position. <laughs> like I can't be my manager, and your manager has ten other managers above yeah. them. I saw this thing. <laughs> it was like my boss pulled up uh, to the office today in his Ferrari, and and I said, "Wow, nice Ferrari." And he said, "Well, son, if you work." With pure excellence, every single day and give 100%, I'll have a second one next year. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so true. But, uh, okay, so so let's put it back on you. If, if I wanted to have, like, what's a realistic one-year goal um, for somebody who wants to get into business, um, anything. They're open to anything. They just don't know where to start. So what would you say are some crucial steps for them to start into this business and then a goal they can set by the end of the year? I mean, I say before you can have your one-year goal for a business, you got to at least sit down and think, what business do you want to get into? I would say that's hard to set a one-year goal for – I mean, I guess you could set a one-year goal to have a business idea by then, but it's kind of a slow goal. Slow. I would say a good one-year goal, if I was thinking for us, would be to have a solid, good starting foundation for a business. So you'd want to have you know, an LLC. You want to maybe – Figure out if you do need some form of uh, brick and mortar store, where you're gonna get it, how you're gonna get it. Uh, some ideas for how to expand it from kind of like a side hobby to something that could be potentially your full time business. Yeah, I would say those were good. Some some yeah. good one year goals, and then maybe three year goal would be how to expand it into having employees, maybe 
maybe multiple if it's a brick and mortar store how to have more than one that's maybe a better five-year goal to be honest it just it really depends on the specific you know person and what they're what they're striving and what they believe they're capable of i think uh before you're before you're going to start setting business goals i would highly recommend reading the book who not how that's actually a book i just saw laying on ryan's uh uh, dashboard one day and I was like what's this about and he was like it's like about inviting who into the situation and not how to do it because sometimes the who is the how yeah that's and I was like that's, that's been cool. really crucial for us so far yeah I mean just the people that have helped us are unbelievable yeah and there's probably three or four people who haven't met them we would be wrecks in some areas oh dude we would be we would be not in a good spot but we'd so probably still be in my garage. That's a, that's another thing is, um, you know, don't, you know, be careful on who you're going to share your goals with because there are people out there who are going to crush them. But the people that we hang around, the people we talk with, they're not like that. They're like, you know, what, it's totally possible. You can totally yeah. be rich. You can totally be wealthy. You can totally help people. Um, Find people that have bigger goals than you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You don't want a guy who, no, you don't want your friend next to you saying, oh man, that's, you want to have your own business. That that's an insane yeah. idea. Nine out of ten business fail. Why would you even want to try that? Yeah. You want to have a friend that's already has one started and he's already looking into getting another business and he's his three year goal is to be a millionaire. And that brings us back around to the other, you know, crucial thing we always say is you know, the top five people in your circle is gonna be your top five influence. You're gonna have the same um, way of life, the same income and the same principles of them yeah i forgot which book we're listening to it might have been rich that poor dad but he was saying that most of his like business adventures he gets into now are just from his close net circle of you know five to six friends that he has was that rich dad poor dad i don't know if that was i I think i'm getting that mixed up i don't know but the point is that you know even like us like we're young me and clint are 24 but whether we think about it or not some of the circles we're forming now could have huge impacts on 10 years down the road and even impact our one to three to five year goals. Yeah. And I think they the people will. you have in those circles could really, I mean, be a big determining factor if those goals will come true for you. Yeah. Well, I mean the people that we have um, like in our business circle and the people we invite in, they are a hundred 110% in for us. Yeah. We don't, we don't pull in losers. Yeah. I mean, the, we, we don't, we don't do business with people like that. Not because, you know, we don't have faith in them or whatever, but, like, you got to believe in yourself before I'm going to believe in you. Because mm. if you don't think you can do it, I already know you can't do it. And yeah. if you're over there like, I can do this, it's definitely going to make me question myself if I think you can. I'm like, well, can he? You know what I mean? And yeah. it's just those people that you keep close around and those people that you have closest to you, those are the people that really, really impact yeah. you the most. It's okay to mentor people, but those aren't the people that should be in your circle. You want people no. that – are pulling you, yeah. not people you're pulling. Well, I saw this image. Um, it was actually like a, I think it was a sermon. And this pastor had this. Um, I think she was like a like a nine or ten year old, like light young girl, and she he walked up to the stage, and so she he leaned over the stage and she he goes all right pull me down, and so he was like, like bending over and she was like trying to pull him off the stage, and he like said well look how easy it is she weighs half as much as me and is half the age of me. And uh, it's so much easier for her to pull me down than it is for me to pull her up onto this stage. Wow, that was deep. And so, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, it's so true. I mean, it's true. I mean, it's way easier to, f- I mean, gravity, it's way easier to fall down than to jump up. Yeah. And so that's why you need to have people um, who have higher goals than you around you. Because 
you know, and it's back to another thing we always say is you want to be where the money is even if you don't have it. So you want to be around the people who have money. You want to be around the businesses that do succeed. You want to be around the people who are positive, happy, and always speaking life into you. Yeah. You probably don't even know, but in the moment, but you're absorbing, even if it's just their positive energy. Yeah. That's big. Well, I mean, there's days that we come in here and one of us will be down or both of us will be down or just like not, like not necessarily like mad or something, but just like not in the mood. Yeah, Clint's something. crying. I'm crying. <laughs> That's I'll be in the not what I was sobbing. <laughs> But like, if you're upset, like it almost makes me upset. Or if I'm upset, it like almost makes you upset in a different way. Yeah. Just then we'll go have a meeting with someone who's killing it, and you leave, and you're pumped. We're freaking pumped. You want to be up here working at the shop until midnight because they're killing it. You want to kill it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so that just, I mean, that's part of just having those goals. You just got to have people that are like-minded, people that are um, goal-oriented. They have yeah. to have goals because if you are not striving for anything, you cannot go anywhere. Yeah, and don't don't fill your mind with junk. Instead of scrolling through Facebook, go listen to an educational podcast. Instead I mean, of playing video games, go re- listen to a book, read a book. And there, I'm sure there's people like that listen. They're like, I just hate reading and I can't do it. And it's like, bro. I made myself a vow when I was in eighth grade that I would never read a book again. And, and I made Clint's it. read like <laughs> ten times now books I've read this year. I uh, I made it all the way till twenty three years old, and uh, <laughs> from eighth grade to twenty three, I didn't read a single book, not one. And this year, I've read thirty two. So, um, it, I found out a new love that I actually learned to gain knowledge, and I want wisdom. And um, Proverbs, it says that wisdom is followed by wealth. You actually don't get wealth unless you have wisdom, and that's so true because you don't see just I mean, complete idiots out there. And you might see rich people that do stupid things, but they at one point made really wise decisions to make their money. I think everybody deep down likes learning. They just – maybe they don't want to admit it or they don't like the style. They Like they think of grade school and the way they just sit in the classroom. And, and that's not what it – that's not what learning is. Read a textbook. Is. And yeah. Yeah, took a test. That's That's not what learning is in the real world. No. There's so many other ways to learn. Learning is whenever... Even us just... Sorry to be nervous. Oh, you're good. Learning... Even, even <laughs> us just, like, st- starting our business, that's a, a big learning curve for us. Yeah. We learn new things every single day, whether it's about the logistics running the business, whether it's about the sales aspect. There, there's so much to learn every single day. We learned just how to file an LLC. Yeah. We couldn't even do that at first, so... Yeah, just hands-on experience and jumping in could be the learning experience that you didn't even know you needed. Or wanted. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, once you develop that as a goal, like to con- – uh, that should be one of your personal goals every day is to learn something new and uh, from somebody who has done it yeah. a whole lot better than you. I actually ask my wife every day, what's something new you learned today? <laughs> Usually she, she chugs her shoulder, like, oh, you know, I learned that people suck, you know. <laughs> she <laughs> like, does <laughs> not. <laughs> but sometimes they're really sarcastic, but yeah, I try to keep her mind going. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, I don't know, bro. It's, it's crazy to think just how much I, like, want to read and want to learn and want to listen to podcasts. I remember when I was a kid, I'd get in the car, and my mom would have Dave Ramsey on, and it, it gave me a headache. <laughs> like, I would get in, I'd be like, Mom, please put some music on. She's like, I'm listening to hour number four. And I'm like, Mom, <laughs> please. Yeah, and, I uh, love Co Wetzel, but he's not educational. <laughs> he's not. I he, wish he was. He does get you in a good mood if, sometimes. If, honestly, if he could just write some educational songs, <laughs> I would know everything. <laughs> uh, that's good. We we love you, Co. If you ever listen to this, we love you. We'd love to have you on. We would love to have you. Want to learn about your your singing business? <laughs> your singing business. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's uh let's do like a 
little recap. I think we only have about five, ten minutes left. So um, back uh, back again, let's start at the beginning. I mean, you got to start setting goals. We no skipped matter. United Nations Day. That oh. was actually where we started. Okay, okay. happy United Nations <laughs> Day. Um, you want to start setting goals at the beginning of every single day, whether it's small, big, and uh, you also want to have some far-out goals so that you can backtrack, yeah. some goals that you constantly are able to um, – be reminded that they're in front of you. If you want to sit down, make a list. A good one is one week, one month, one year, three years, five years. And something to add is like, if you're married, you should have married goals. Like you should have places that you want to go in your, not physical. Well, maybe physical places like, you know, Mexico or something. Okay. But um, like places that you want your marriage to go and places you want your marriage to um, thrive to. And, and you want to see yourself in the future. You know, we want to have this much saved up for our kids. We want to, um, have this kind of house for our kids. We want to have this kind of car by this age, whatever it is. You yeah. want to make those kind of goals and decisions together as a couple because, I mean, you are one person. You might be surprised what the other person says. Yeah, you might. You and might. I mean, you might have been married for years and you never actually even had, like, that specific talk. You didn't mean to not. And you probably kind of, like, in joking ways or small, subtle ways talked about future goals, but it might actually surprise you if you sit down yeah. and give them. Just ask your wife, what do you, where do you want to be in five years? Yeah, and you'll probably have a crazy shocked look from her face. Too. Yeah. She, like, I doubt she's just going to go blah, 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 and give yeah. you a solid answer right away. But It'd be cool if she did. Yeah. But uh, And then the other thing is uh, those, you know, having those talks, you know, whether it's wife, business partner, whatever it is, and you leave those, those settings with making your goals, you're really going to reevaluate yourself and how you need to get there and how you need to make those goals happen individually and you're part of making those goals happen as a partner as well. For sure. So I think that that's a really cool uh, cool way to look at it, cool takeaway. And uh, so make sure that you guys make a goal for tomorrow, um, whether it is you know, going to the gym, waking up early, whatever it is. Make a goal for tomorrow. Make a goal for next week. Make a goal for the end of the year. And make a goal for one year from now. And then make a goal five years out. And if it's crazy, it's crazy. That's Let fine. it be crazy. Make it be crazy. And – I mean, you don't have to tell people your goals, but the people you do tell make sure that they're they're on your side and they're for you and they want you to succeed. If not, keep them sealed. Keep them sealed. Be a so, monk. Uh, remember to, I mean, just don't think. Just do it. Wow. That was, where'd you get that from? Man, I don't know. Just That was a, that was a great quote. Me. It came upon me. Oh, <laughs> deep. I liked it. It's true, man. That's that's why I'm name the podcast that. Like everybody overthinks everything. Just don't think about it. Just do it. Yeah, don't think about making goals. Just do it right now. <laughs> make a goal. Pull right over now. in the rain and make a goal. To it get is home raining safely. right now. It could yeah. be raining by the time we post this. Yeah, if you're local, <laughs> I don't know about Brazil or United Kingdom. That's crazy. We were on this. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, man. Hopefully, we guys we can get you guys a um, guest on here next episode. Um, don't know who it's going to be or if it's actually going to happen, but we do have some guests lined up, and we uh, will definitely try our best to make something cool Please happen. Please keep tuning back with us. Keep coming back, and uh, we'll keep we'll keep making sure that we produce every week, no matter what. That's yep. our promise to you. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Remember, don't think, just do. <laughs>